Hey, welcome to Razzle Dazzle, a podcast about video games and pop culture with an emphasis on our favorites. All right, it's Razzle Dazzle time. I'm your host, Jared. That's our co-host, Giselle. What's up? And that's our sound guy, Joe. Hello. Hi. What's up, everyone? Hello. Let's talk about... We're here. WandaVision. Uh-huh. Let's do this. WandaVision just ended. It's and... not, though. It's not WandaVision. <laughs> Wintervision? Okay. Falcon. Okay. okay. There's this bit. There's this bit. There's this bit with us when when it comes to. Uh, I started it and I hate it now. The Falcon and the Winter <laughs> Soldier. Yeah, this is all your fault. Damn yeah. it. For some reason, uh, this is such a long title for a show. Yeah. Right. And WandaVision's just like rolls off the tongue or whatever. For some reason, Joe just started calling the Falcon and Winter Soldier WandaVision because it's a you know just for the sake of a bit, and it's and we it's all it's cut up. It was a it weekly Marvel show that came out on. On Friday nights. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was within, what, two weeks of each other? Yeah. So, yeah. Something like listen, that. it's understandable. It's good that they're getting the releases out in order, yeah. although yeah. We're, we're going dry until June. Sadly. With Loki. I mean, Loki, you know, WandaVision, Loki, same thing, right? That's true. I mean, <laughs> I think with Loki, it's going to get more, like, weird, though, because WandaVision was weird. Okay. In terms of magic, and I think Loki's going to be weird in terms of time. But yeah, now we're like grounded. Present, yeah, we're grounded with like standard, uh, standard, um, like real world things. Yeah, real world problems. Like nothing too Insane. sci-fi, I guess. With Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah, I would say that's it, true. Just if we slip up and call it WandaVision, and we're not talking about WandaVision, we're talking about Falcon and Winter Soldier. It's just a Good bid. Thanks, Joe. It's all your fault. Damn it. <laughs> I really like Falcon and Winter Soldier. Okay. I really liked it. How do, how do you how do you want to start this? Who wants to go first? I really like it. you talk first? Do yeah. I talk first? It's up to you. First? We flip a coin? You talk first. Okay. <laughs> I really liked it mainly because like it's more grounded than WandaVision. Mm-hmm. Um, the show itself was like very much, okay, we ha- ended, you know, like phase three going into phase four or whatever phase we're on right now. I think it's uh, phase four, right? Uh, one, two, four. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, okay, you don't know anything of what happened after Endgame mm-hmm. in terms of like the real world. When does this take place? This takes place, oh, isn't it like a few months after Endgame? I think so. Yeah. Sure WandaVision, like pure WandaVision is three weeks after. Yeah. Okay. So and this is just after, after a few months. Yeah. Because it's never touched upon directly, but it's heavily implied that Steve Rogers has already died in this world. Where did you get that? Dude, literally, when Bucky was having that whole conversation with Sam, it's like, what are we? You know, like, are we, like, friends? We have friends a mutual gone. friend. Yeah, exactly. Friends gone. Mm. And we don't see him at all. He's not and even mentioned. They don't go to him for advice on anything. I mean... The ceremony in the beginning, I interpret as his funeral. The opening of the Cat Museum. Yeah. Uh, well, no, that was already established, though. There was, there was already a Cat Museum in Winter Soldier. Yeah. The movie. Yep. But then yeah. they put a shield on display because he don't need it no more. He retired well, shield because, because he's retired. Exactly. And because he no. gave it to Sam and Sam was like, I don't want this. Yeah. So he gave it to the museum. I interpret it as like, you know, uh, Steve is no longer there in that timeline. He's in the other one with Peggy. No, he came whatever. back at the end of Endgame, remember? It, he came back, but he could have went back. No, I don't think I will. Back, back. Maybe. I don't know. I, I'm surprised you got the interpretation of or he's the dead? implication of he's dead. Like, that's, I thought okay. that was like pretty clear. Cause I mean, I know that one of the biggest criticisms of um, Endgame was like Natasha didn't get a funeral. We didn't get okay. an on-screen funeral. Like, and Tony's is like we didn't even like his funeral was very nice. 
But people, he had a funeral. Yeah. <laughs> and one of the biggest criticisms yeah. was like, okay, if any of the six Avengers die, they need a proper funeral. Okay. So Maya was like, okay, they imply that Cap's dead. They don't say it outright because then if they do, fans are going to want to see the funeral scene. Mm-hmm. And they're going to need to get a lot of big names for the funeral scene. Mm-hmm. And like maybe they're just planning to unveil that later when like in an actual genuine Avengers movie instead of a Disney Plus show, you or, know? Or the next Captain America movie. Yeah. So Which very, is a thing. Has been confirmed. It is going to yeah. be a thing. Yeah, I wonder who's going to be Captain America. <laughs> I want I wonder. Totally not mm. like the end title card mm. didn't change. What are you talking about? I don't know what you're talking about. Right? Let's, let's talk about episode one. Let's let's talk about how did, did this start with two episodes released on the same day? No, or just, yeah. one? just one. Okay, okay. WandaVision did that, right? Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. Sorry. This is a short series so far. I thought it was way too short. Six episodes. Just six episodes. And I thought, like... WandaVision's nine seemed short, but six was, like, short, short. That was nine? Yeah. I thought it was eight. Oh, my God. I can't keep track. I can't keep track. Wow. Falcon was definitely six, and I thought it was, it was paced, yeah. pretty, paced pretty well. Mm-hmm. Because, I'm going to be honest, the first episode didn't capture me in. You know, they don't even meet each other, the Falcon Winter Soldier, in the right. first episode. Yeah. It just set up the status quo of Bucky needs therapy and Sam's off fighting terrorists. But it also sets up some of the backstory. You know, like, okay, this is how the world is right now. Yeah. And it's setting the grand scheme of things. And we don't see into their personal lives, like in their interactions with each other just yet, which I kind of liked because a this lot of is... other stories just like, here are these characters, yeah. find out what's happening around them. This yeah. one's like, this is what's happening around them. Now get into the characters. This is showing their, like, normal. Their everyday normal yeah. now. And mm-hmm. I just found out this is six months after the blip. After yeah. the return of the from the blip. Okay. Yep. So, yeah, this is this, episode one's basically just showing, like, hey, this is what Falcon and this is what Winter Soldier have been doing, have been going through for this six months up until this point. Yeah, just showing the normal and also, like, introducing the uh the antagonist i yeah antagonist for the series so just showcasing that sh- and just setting things up for the rest of the season yeah so yeah joe you said you d- it didn't really it, ca- it, got you yeah i wasn't in love with it like the way i was in love with wandavision the first episode mm-hmm. because there's not really much that happens mm-hmm. as a co- as in terms of a first episode it does an excellent job mm-hmm. sets up the characters sets up the main themes and stuff Episode two and three is when it really kicks off, and I couldn't. I was on the edge of my seat every night. Do you think that's because uh, WandaVision, actual WandaVision, um, st- started with two episode releases, or is it because of the intriguing factor of it? Like this, like WandaVision is weird, so you want to keep going to find out what's going on, but this is more stable. You think it's yeah, something to do with that? I think it's that one because in WandaVision, I had to think about what's going on. Okay. And in Falcon, I already know what's going on, and it's not that interesting. Okay. But then it gets interesting. It does. With the flag smashers and all that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I very much liked, because it kind of gave me, and I think this was, like, intentional, but it very much gave me um, Captain America Civil War mixed in with Captain America Winter Soldier vibes. Okay. They very much, like, pay homage to that in the oh, way yeah. that the plot line is structured and the way that okay we're gonna travel we're gonna show more of like a military aspect which is something that's unique to the captain america movies you know explain so in captain america the first avenger we see the 1940s military you know world war ii obvious in captain america 
the Winter Soldier, we see more of like the government military with shield, shield and all of that tech and everything and the strike team. Then in Captain America Civil War, we're still dealing with, you know, like government, Avengers, Sokovia Accords, mm-hmm. and then eventually, you know, like Zemo, so, who is also an ex-military operative from Sokovia. Right. Uh, the whole Captain America franchise and everything like around mm-hmm. this character, you know, including Falcon Winter Soldier, very political. Yeah. Or at least I think it's one of the most political uh, points when it comes to Marvel, MCU, I guess. I'm going to limit it to that. Yeah, I would say. As in, not saying that it does a lot. It doesn't, like, mess with a lot of political stuff. But, like, it is brought up heavily. Especially in this this, uh, series. Oh, yeah. When it comes to, you know, one of the famous lines in, I don't know what episode, when – when Sam was talking to Elijah, mm-hmm. there will I never s- yeah. be a black Captain America. Isaiah Bradley? Yeah. 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 And that in itself, it's like, I, th- I think, oh, man, I don't, I don't even know all how to, like, start with this. It's, all of the scenes with Isaiah Bradley hit home yes. in terms of, like, the modern political climate in America. Yeah. Because it's like. Okay, from a famous line in um, Captain America, the first Avenger, I don't like bullies. I don't care where they're from. Right. And it's like, okay, in that era It doesn't matter who you are. Exactly. In that era and time, with a white cap, it was the Nazis. Right. Then Winter Soldier, it's a corrupt government. Mm -hmm. And then in um, Civil War, it's like still corrupt politicians. And then here you get a corrupt system. Yeah. And like not just corrupt, but a racist system and it shows throughout like all of his interactions with the fact that back then in Isaiah's time it was still very heavily segregated and divided yeah. the government treated them awfully didn't even let them know and it pays to homage to oh I forget what specifically the trials names were but they were like they were injecting us we didn't know and they were giving us tetanus yeah that pays homage to a real life issue where they essentially went I believe to I want to say Central America or Africa. Might have even been like Arkansas. It was some. You mean the mission Isaiah went on? Not the one in Korea, but oh. the one in. Um, it happened like in our world, not Real in the life. MCU. Yeah. Oh. Where oh, oh. government scientists were going and giving like, was it like HIV or something? Yes. Yeah. And I even think it was Harlem. It might have been Harlem, but they were going around and giving African Americans HIV mm. to see Just to like see what the, happens. Yeah. Just to see what happened. And they're like, oh, yeah, we're giving you, like, a tetanus shot or, like, a syphilis shot. And it, like, broke loose and people were like, that's an active human rights violation because you were actively infecting these. And nothing got done about it. But with Isaiah Bradley, he was given the super soldier serum. And instead of being like, what the hell, guys, this could have killed me, he went and served his country. Mm -hmm. For 30 years. And For 30 years, and he beat up Bucky off screen, which I thought, I think that should be a good animated thing. I thought he was in prison for 30 years. He was. Yeah, but he still served for, like, that period of time. And he was still subject to be in prison for 30 years. He was in prison for doing the same thing Captain America did in the first movie. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Freeing a bunch of war prisoners. Yeah. Yep. And Isaiah Bradley, if you're not familiar with the comics, he's like one of the m- main characters in the original runs mm-hmm. he is yeah. like the second captain america mm-hmm. it blew my mind that he's even there yeah, yeah. i thought, loved it i thought the inclusion and like i don't think they they beat around any bush when they it comes didn't. to the the racial problems oh, that yeah. uh this uh this country goes through you know what i mean yeah. like there are a lot of 
Mm. Stigmas. Microaggressions. Yeah. Stereotypes. When it comes to... This is how a a symbol should be, should act, yeah. should look like. Mm-hmm. Blonde, white, blue-haired, or... Blue eyes. Blue John. eyes, sorry. Name's John. Yeah. Yeah. John Walker. Very okay. white name. Not John to... Walker as a side antagonist in, in his own right. Yeah. We all hated him. Especially we all thought he was a his prick. debut at episode two. Yeah. Twitter went insane. I loved hating him. And th- there yeah. you go. And that's that's the point I wanted to bring up, that that's a good thing. It's a good... He's <laughs> Wyatt Russell's good. a great actor. He is. Oh, yeah. He, Son of Kurt Russell, by the yeah. way. Yeah. Who also played Ego, one of mm. the most hated villains, though short-lived. Yeah. But, like, yeah, you know. But the fact that Wyatt Russell did such a good performance in getting us to hate him, kudos to him. Yeah. Hats off, clap, clap everywhere. Mm-hmm. Because he single-handedly managed to unite, like... Because I remember when... Endgame came out, mm-hmm. they were like, oh, he should have given the shield to Bucky. Because okay. there's a comic run where Bucky does become Captain yes, America. With a gun. Exactly. <laughs> with a sidearm. Uh-huh. <laughs> Another sidearm. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> I see what you did there. Thank you. I see what you did there. It was good, you gotta admit. It was. Go ahead. But people were like arguing online and saying, like, well, maybe they're gonna share the mantle or maybe there's not gonna be a Captain America. Mm. And then that would have been a flex. It would have. It would have been a very different take, I think, mm-hmm. on the legacy. And then when you know, like this whole thing happened, they're like, "Oh, okay." It kind of makes sense now, especially with the way that they're like, "Okay, Bucky is overcoming his own challenges, but in this political climate, he acknowledges that like Sam's been through more hardships that he could never know." Yeah. Especially in episode six, he's like, "I like, I'm sorry, man. I acknowledge why you." gave the shield up i didn't realize the experiences for a black man were different yeah and it's like wow having someone take accountability and understanding and also someone very clearly i love the fact that bucky's mental health is like a pivotal thing yes and that like his PTSD and exactly yeah. marvel i think does a great job of showcasing healing mm-hmm. in terms of different ways that's Be- another uh, big strong point about this series is uh what a lot of challenges and difficulties that veterans have to go through when yes. coming back to civilian life. Oh, 100%. PTSD is one of them. Go ahead. And, like, going back to Iron Man 3, you know, they showcase, like, yeah. anxiety, PTSD. Mm-hmm. Iron Man 2 showcased, like, depression very clearly in all of its hidden themes. Mm-hmm. Falcon and the Winter Soldier deals with, like, PTSD, returning to civilian life, trauma, dealing with loss of loved one and in some cases dissociative identity disorder very vaguely in terms of Bucky's memories as the Winter Soldier. He has to remind himself I am not the Winter Soldier like constantly throughout the first episode and with his meetings with his therapist. Mm -hmm. And then I think it's very clearly shown like they did this in a beautiful way where they showed that not everyone needs the same person to get help Mm -hmm. because a government assigned therapist wasn't able to give Bucky closure until Sam like sat him down as someone who was like a military counselor and was like, this is what you need to hear. I'm not going to beat around the bush because you, I know how soldiers think and this is what you need to hear. I'm not going to treat you like a civilian, even though you are. Mm -hmm. And that helped break Bucky through. And I really like that. Shoot. As, as Sam's character, he, he used to be a therapist for, for veterans and stuff to get him back into, into civilian life. That that's already a good point to talk about, like their chemistry with each other. Mm-hmm. 
not just the actors, Anthony Mackie and uh, Sebastian Stan, but you know Sam Wilson and Bucky Barnes. At least this yeah iteration version, iteration of these characters. Yeah, like Bucky is going through a lot. He's over a hundred and something years old, right? Mm-hmm. He's fought so many wars throughout that amount of time. World War Two and another one, another one, even up until uh, in, uh, Endgame, right? Mm-hmm. He's been nonstop, and yeah. and even still here, he's he's trying to like learn how to wind down, and to like put the arm put his arm to rest, right? You know, just like stop, but he can't. It's like I've heard stories of of uh, veterans coming back home, not being able to sleep in their own bed, so they go out into their backyard and deem themselves a fox tr- uh, foxhole, yeah, and just you know s- sleep there, live there, and I'm like. Yeah, that's like, you know, parallels or whatever. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It was very much... I really like the fact that Bucky chose to fight in this series. Mm-hmm. Because all throughout, like, his entire cinematography, like, introduction, he's been forced to. Like, people were like... I think some people forget that Bucky was drafted into yeah. World War II. Steve was the one that wanted to enlist, yeah. but Bucky was forced to. And he was subject to torture and everything and experiments under Hydra. So mm-hmm. he was forced to fight. And then he was taken in by Hydra and forced to fight again as mm-hmm. the Winter Soldier. And an Infinity War broke my heart when he sees Steve in Wakanda and he goes, where's the fight? When yeah. he's presented with the new arm. He yeah. knows that he's being forced to de- fight to defend like, a oh, country. Here we go again. Exactly. <laughs> and then in um, Endgame, he's brought back and he's forced to fight to finish the fight. Yeah. And then finally in Cap... Uh, Spoilers for the new title, Captain America and the Winter Soldier. He chooses to go after, you know, Carly because he thinks that he like she can be saved. Mm -hmm. And he chooses to engage in these fights because he believes it's right. Mm -hmm. And it's the first time we see Bucky actively making choices for himself Mm -hmm. without being given like a one two situation. He has a whole range, complete freedom, and he doesn't know what to do with it. Either you fight or you die. What were you going to say? Like you said, in the sleeping part, there's they actually show that in the show. Like, the, one of the bonding things that oh. Captain America had with Sam Wilson mm-hmm. is that the beds are too soft. It feels like I'm sleeping on a cloud or something. Mm-hmm. And then in the first scene we see Bucky, he wakes up on the yep. floor, on the sweat floor. in a cold sweat, mm-hmm. on, like, the hardwood floor. And I know you paused on that scene a lot. Okay, listen. Listen. Right. listen. Because of the For deep symbolism. air quotes, scientific reasons. Yeah. But then, <laughs> but then we see him get a good night's rest at Sam's house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's... That's what, episode five or six? Sure, yeah. I think it was five, because the last episode was just that scene in New York. Mm-hmm. Like, that one fight in New York. Mm. Which also brings me up to, like, a really good point. Madripoor. That entire okay. episode, just, like, we don't know anything about Madripoor in the yeah. MCU. It was just introduced. It was episode three, Power Broker. Yep. Oh. And, okay, just for everyone listening... I called it as soon as the episode uh. launched. I called uh-huh. it as soon as the episode launched. I knew that Sharon was going to be the power broker. I had my doubts. I. It was so obvious. Okay. We see someone in a black hood leave the bar as soon as you recognize that right. it's you know Zemo and everyone. And I'm like, okay, that could be the lady that they met later. But she wasn't shown to be wearing a black hood. Mm. Later when some sniper randomly kills this lady that had information and they're running they're fleeing someone snipes the people that are following them 
who shows up? Sharon, mm. wearing a black hood. Why mm -hmm. did she leave the bar? You know? Okay. Then, when they are going after the scientist that recreated the super soldier serum, there goes a mass text that's like, the killers get rewards, mm -hmm. you know? Sharon is seen in broad daylight with these two people that are presumed to have murdered the one scientist that the power broker loved. Yeah. Doesn't get hurt, doesn't die, doesn't anything. Well, then, she was putting up a fight on her own. She was. And she that, was killing other dudes. That makes it convincing to oh, think, okay. like, okay, you know, she's kind of on the side of, like, Bucky and Zemo and Sam. Yeah, yeah. But then Sam, Bucky, and Zemo leave Madripoor. Sharon's there. She was seen in broad daylight helping these three criminals, you know? And nobody's after her. No one's after her. Yeah. The next time we see her, she's walking underground through guards with guns. Mm -hmm. Where is she going? Not to mention her whole apartment, very swanky. She's an art broker. Okay. Is that not enough symbolism for a power broker? I mean, you know, she did say, like, if I'm going to be a hustler, might as well do it, like, go all out or whatever, yeah. whatever she said. I don't know. For me, it was... I didn't get it until like I a long time after. I it. Good for you. Literally. Good for you. I was like, okay, <laughs> we haven't seen Sharon in yeah. since, you know, Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Mm -hmm. She's been just gone. Since the fall of Hydra. Uh-huh. Shield. What has she been doing since then? Yeah. Madripoor. Yeah. Oh, well, like, oh, yeah, I, no one's ever seen the power broker. Yeah. It's like, okay. I've heard of him only through uh, rumors, is what Zemo said. <laughs> Yeah, okay. that was the red herring. Like the t the thumbnail for the episode three, the power broker is Zemo. Mm. So yeah. that's kind of what they kind of set up as the red herring. Oh, it was Zemo all along, but they really subverted. It was Zemo all along. Sorry. They really subverted the expectations in which Zemo, for the most part, was true to his word. Mm. He didn't. Mm -hmm. He just wanted to see his uh, family like memorial again. Yeah, this I is was, I was just gonna bring up uh, Zemo and your thoughts on it. So go ahead. He's great. I love Daniel okay. Brule's. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Daniel <laughs> what else do you want me to say other than the fact that he is a very well-rounded villain mm -hmm. in oh, that yeah. he has his strict codes uh -huh. and he follows them. Mm -hmm. Thanos isn't really like that. As soon as he found out he lost, he had a hissy fit and went back to the future. Right. You know? Yeah. Right. Zemo's respectable. He even acknowledges that Captain America was good. Sam Wilson is good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Bucky Barnes is more or less a victim. Yeah. yeah of the thing he hates so much, and he's just so relentless in his pursuit of Carly. Well, yeah, because of his moral code, he doesn't want super soldiers to exist because he thinks that they will be corrupted. Right. He admires Steve Rogers, and I think it was him that said there will never be another Steve Rogers. Yeah, that was him. Uh-huh, because Steve Rogers and Bucky Barnes were canonically the only two people in the MCU to take the super, so super soldier serum and not end up corrupt. Yeah. Like, even John Walker took it, ended up going a little haywire. I think a little. Murdered a man in broad daylight yep. with the shield, stained it forever. With, yep. with his hands up. Mm. Yeah. He was right. Zemo was right. Zemo was yeah. at his core right because the serum, which stood for supremacy in the show, was yeah. forced onto Isaiah Bradley, mm -hmm. and it ruined his life mm -hmm. by giving him these powers. And John Walker forced to take it. Well, he wasn't forced. He took it on his own free will. He just yeah. found it on the corner because Zemo missed that one stomp, mm -hmm. which is a little silly. But whatever. Well, it was he it accepted, rolled away from the rest of them, yeah, so he didn't get it. He accepted the supremacy he already Convenience. had. Yeah. As being a white man forced in the title yeah. of Captain America. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and it ruined him. It did, because in his last conversation 
with um oh my god Battlestar Al? yeah Battlestar. Oh, Battlestar what's his real name uh Lamar yeah Lamar with his last conversation right? with Lamar yes it's like would you take the serum hell's yeah oh yeah yeah and it's yeah. like but m- what is power power just makes you more of what you already are mm. and it's like okay we Kinda. get that from Steve Rogers, you know, don't be a good, great soldier, but a good man. And then John Walker, right. that calls back to John Walker's introduction. The lady only talks about his feats as a soldier. We don't get an insight of who he is as a person. Yeah. You know, like, you've won three medals, okay. you've done this, you've done this, you've done this as a soldier. Okay. So and he's a great soldier. Right. Exactly the opposite of what Steve Rogers was told to be. Mm-hmm. And this power just made him more angry because he was angry at Lamar's death. He was angry at the world. He was angry at the fact that everyone was comparing him to Steve Rogers, a yeah. good man, and to Bucky and Sam, who were established Avengers at this point. Uh, that kind of, in the way I see it, that kind of calls back to like you know, the first film yeah. where uh, the doctor was like, the serum enhances what's in the heart, like a good heart. Yeah. You get Steve. But with a bad heart, you get the red skull. Yep. You know, Air so skin. yeah, yeah, the dark, yeah. So that that kind of that kind of like makes it all come together, right? A hundred percent. So, what do you guys think of the uh, the flag smashers, like the the antagonists? Air quotes antagonists here, you know? Right reason, wrongdoing. Okay. I will say that. Okay. Because the World Security Council was like, okay, we're gonna make up these camps right. for people that are dislocated and we're going to put them in their proper countries. But people were used to like having no borders or everything. They're like, well, I set up my home here. Mm-hmm. Like my family's here. Half of my family's back now. What do I well, do? Well, that was five years ago. It doesn't matter now because yeah. things happen. Mm-hmm. So government trying to take control or whatever. It was, okay. It was very sad and it very much like brought into question a lot of refugee situations that are happening in Europe and mm. in the East right now. What do you mean? Okay, so um, two years ago, you know, like a flood of Syrian and Turkish refugees into Europe. Okay. Hungary decides, you know what, we're going to close our borders, get out. Uh, Germany welcomes them with like open arms and other countries either, you know, set up blockades to stop them from coming or welcome them in. Mm. And native people of that country that were like nationalists mm. almost were like, we don't want them here. They're not a part of our culture and everything. Get them out. Mm-hmm. And that was just like brought up, amplified worldwide. Right. So now it's not just a specific group of people, but it still is. It's people that were here before the blip or that were brought back from the blip. And they don't know where they fit into this new political world climate. It's not like a week or a month or two oh, after no. the blip. It's five freaking years. Imagine you were like in a coma for five years, right? Mm-hmm. You wake up. Five years later? Someone's living in your house. Yep. Like, what? Like so many things can change. So many things can change over a couple of months. Like, oh, yeah. Like, let's say let's say you're you're away from home for a few months. Mm-hmm. Come back. So many things have changed. Oh, yeah. And and then it, it, there's like, there is a, there is a, what's it called? Something period. A, um, Grace period? No. Um, it starts with an R. Repatriation? No. Well, I like the Regardless. political system a lot. Oh, yeah. Introduced by the GRC. Oh, yeah. Because they're not necessarily malicious or corrupt. Right. They're just bad at what they do. Yeah. They don't understand the failings of the common man. And Sam points out to them, 
hey, this girl died because of what she believed in. There's a hell of a lot of people that agree with her. Let's talk, do better, y'all. Let's do talk better. about yeah. Let's talk about Senator, that real quick. Senator Beardo. Oh, let's yeah. talk about the, let's talk about GRC? that that last episode. Oh, it was great. The phenomenal. First of all, <laughs> before we get into that, like Sam's speech or whatever, it opens up with him straight up being Captain Frickin' America. Yeah. With with the iconic White Falcon. Suit. Captain America suit, like mm-hmm. straight from the comics. Oh yeah, Yo, it's a like best just comics. about one to one. You know, it's it's it looks so good, it looks so clean, it's so crisp. And then one guy freaking asks him, "Hey, who are you? I'm Captain America." Yeah, you dang right you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Unlike like, unlike John Walker, do you know who I am? Right? Oh yeah. Like okay. In his face. You were given, John. You were given the title, the mantle of. Captain America. What does that mean? You haven't earned it. Yeah, you've done you gone you've gone through this this amount of tours. You've you've gotten this amount of rewards or I'm sorry, awards and stuff medals, like that. Accolades, yeah. medals, whatever. That doesn't Wrong mean stuff. you're Captain America. Captain America is not just a soldier. Yeah. Captain America is is a person, no, no, first of all. Captain America is a symbol. Captain America is Standing up for what is right. Mm-hmm. That's that's something that Cap has always stood for. I think, and at least in the MCU, I'm gonna. That's what I'm gonna talk about. Like for the Sokovia Accords. Oh yeah. Right. He didn't want to sign it. Why? Because he didn't want to limit what he believes he can do to help the world. Yeah. The if, Sokovia if I'm not Accords were. You work under the UN, and we tell you where to go. Yeah. And he was like, it. I don't want it. Yeah. And I mean, there is some like. You want to talk about freedom? And yet that's exactly what you're taking away yeah. from the Avengers. Freedom and justice were like two very conflicting parts mm-hmm. because on one hand, do you get justice by not breaking laws and working with the government mm-hmm. or do you get freedom by breaking laws and doing your own thing? Mm-hmm. And it's very much like touched upon in the whole Tony versus Cap. Right. And I do think that there should have been like some middle ground reached because this that entire movie was just shades of gray. Right. Like, cinematically, like, in terms of themes, shades of gray. There was no clear white, black side, anything. There, there's no right answer. Exactly. And I think that's that's usually what, what it is when it comes to most things in the world. Yeah. Most things. Like, I don't know if you want to do this, Joe, like, while while we're talking. Do you want to pull up the, the monologue uh, oh, that geez. he did in, in episode six? I don't know if I'll, find, I'll be able to find, like, a good... Just try. Not, not some guy just recording on his iPhone, right. his TV. Oh, yeah, fair. If you do, you he's do. A, if you don't, you he's, don't. He's Whatever. In, in his living room, in his boxers. Right. Yeah. Let me turn off the mic. But that entire monologue that Joe's pulling up, like, that just hit, like, so yes. close to home. Because he basically goes up to the senators, and he's like, these people, you're making these decisions without people like us in mind. Mm-hmm. So you're going to, you have the power to feed millions with a call or an email or anything, and you're yep. not doing it. Why? You can do so many things, mm-hmm. and it will do. It will take you no less than five to fifteen minutes, but yet you're holding back. Yeah, that's corruption, I think. I can play it now if you'd like. Yeah, let's, hear, like let's a, hear a little bit of it's it. It's only like a minute speech. Yeah, I feel it. The stares, the judgment, and there's nothing I can do to change it. Yet I'm still here. No super serum. No blonde hair or blue eyes. You've got to do better, Senator. You've got to step up. Because if you don't, the next Carly will. Mm. And you don't want to see 
Oh, you, yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's a good point to wrap it up, I think. See. Heard, I hope you heard that all well. Uh, I think it, I think yeah. it sounded pretty well. Uh, good, good on you for finding it. Thanks. The whole staring thing. Yeah. I wonder why they're staring. It's not just because he's Captain America. Not just because he has a cool suit with wings and a shield. It's because he's black. He's a black man wearing the stripes. Yep. That and is something we have never seen before. Hell, even in the real world. Oh, yeah. We are lucky enough to have, and it took this long, to have a black man as president. Oh, yeah. Barack Obama. Yep. How, what what president was he? Do you he know was Joe? the 44th. 44th. Yeah, 44th, 43rd. Yeah, 44th, because 45th. It's been how many years of white man, white man, white man? Yeah. Crusty white man. Young white man. Right. Then he got his brains blown out. Not saying yeah. that, that some like of them Bucky. didn't do a lot of good things, but if you're gonna if you're gonna talk about you know equality. freedom for all yeah. equality or whatever, it took this long. I'm glad we have them. Oh yeah. And even now, the a few elections after, mm-hmm. we have a vice president, yep. not only of color, not only of other ethnics, right? Female. Female. The first one. First one. First female vice president. Yep. Not too long ago, we were trying to deal with or trying to get with a female president. And that didn't go through. That didn't go through as we all know. No. But at the same time, like, the thought We're just of, talking about presidents. Yeah. Not even, like, other government, like, officials. Yeah. Senators, everything. Like, Hawaii, I mm-hmm. believe, just got its first female Hawaiian representative. Really? Yeah. Someone in, um, I believe it was Idaho. It could have been Iowa. Uh, first native representative. Wow. Yeah. Blocked, yeah. Stole the seat from someone, or didn't steal, but won the seat against someone who wanted to essentially take away reservation land. Mm-hmm. And, like, tax them. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know what? Good for you. Yeah. Because there are people out there that are making decisions without keeping in mind the people that elected them into that office. This is all about greed. This is yeah. all about selfishness and ego. When it co- See, this is this is the most I'll be political on anything. Because I hate politics. I don't like politics in my video games, right? Yeah. But with Captain America, this is the closest thing I'll ever get to politics, mm-hmm. right? When it comes to leading someone, leading an entire nation or whatever, Having a symbol to to you know to help people get behind that, you gotta have more than just one thing on there. Yeah, you're gonna have more than just one specific group that you're trying to reach to. Mm-hmm. Most 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 uh, governments or most of the government, most of the whatevers, you know, high, higher ups, all the same kind of people. Oh yeah, came just about from the same place. Just always from the same time, they almost always have the same shared ideals or truths. But yet, they're stuck in those. They're stuck in their times. They're stuck to, they don't want to change because they're that hard-headed. They're that stubborn because they think change is only going to ruin things. Yeah. Sure. Or ruin them. Or ruin them. Because a lot ruin of the things that they want to get, that they yes. have achieved because of their own selfishness. Yep. Is their own selfish greed. Yeah, you've gained a lot because you're you have air quotes power. But how much power do you really got when nobody is is willing to support you? Exactly. People and will die going against you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I that doesn't say anything. If people are are making this amount of effort, like the flag smashers, yeah. this amount of effort to tell you something, and you don't listen. First of all, shame on you for not listening. Part of your job is to listen to the people you're trying to lead. Yep. If you don't do that, you're already failing, number one. You're mm-hmm. already a failure when it comes to leading your own country or your own 
government, your own company, your own whatever. And no, hundreds of people are putting their lives on a line for something they believe in, and you don't want to take the time to it's just listen. It's not just hundreds, it's thousands. Thousands. She has people all over the world. Mm -hmm. She had people in New York who mm -hmm. supported her ideal. She had people in Germany. She had people in Madripoor mm -hmm. who were, like, willing to, you know, help her as well. People in France, terrorists, mm -hmm. were willing to help her because they knew how large her cause had been. And just because they're not doing things that you like because... You don't want to listen just because you don't. They're doing these things in desperation yep. to try to get attention to themselves. And then you dare call them terrorists, dare oh, call yeah. them activists or whatever the, the, the phrases he uses. Mm -hmm. when, when Sam, when Captain frickin' America said, you got to step up, Senator. This is on you. Yeah, all of this can get be home. solved so quickly. Oh, yeah. So easily if people just get their heads out of their asses and listen. Not here. Listen. That's why this episode is called One World, One People. Mm -hmm. We're all humans, right? Yeah. We all have the same colored blood. We all breathe the same air. Some more polluted than others. We all live under the same sky. We all share the same planet. Why do we have to put up so many borders, not only within our nations, not only within our countries, our states, our, our counties, our cities, our towns, but also with ourselves, personally. There's so many borders that we all have to work through just to, like, say hi to someone. Mm -hmm. Already there's so many, so many judgments being formed just, just by how you look. Yep. Now, I know how I look like. But I come from Latin heritage, right? Mm -hmm. And I and I see how, and you know, my family is of there too, right? I notice some things. I can notice things. Yeah. I will say that I'm privileged enough to. I, I will say I'm privileged for sure, right? Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean I don't I don't see things. Even some of my friends, right? Oh yeah. Some things they tell me, right? Already, people are judging them just 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 from look. You don't even know the person. Give them the time of day. So you can know who this person really is. Remember the that, time of day. Sorry, go ahead. Remember that one thing that like kind of blew my mind. Like if Marvel went there. Yeah. Racial profiling. Racial the profiling. first time they see Isaiah Bradley outside, Sam's in distress there because is. Bucky hid something from him, and Bucky is like being aggressive, and Sam is not being aggressive at all. He's being loud and he's frustrated. Yeah. Police car pulls up. Yeah. Is he bothering you, sir? Not talking. Not talking to Sam. No. Talking to Bucky. Yep. I wonder why. I wonder. Not to mention that the area that they lived in was, like, predominantly African-American. Yeah. That's clearly shown. Yeah. And white cop pulls up. And then as soon as soon as the cops notice, oh, oh you're crap, the Falcon. He's an Avenger. Yeah. You're an Avenger. You, no, Bucky has to point it out to him because he's right. not even looking at Sam. He's right. looking at Bucky, just straight on at Bucky. Sam doesn't even matter oh, to I'm the so cop. I'm so sorry now. Oh, you now you want to grovel. Now you want to show respect. Yep. Yeah. Where is the respect in the first place, huh? Uh huh. What if it was someone else? And we see these types of things in the real world. It's still going on. We're just getting justice. Oh yeah. For th for certain things, just like that. Mm -hmm. That I don't want to bring up because I don't want to get too political. Yeah. Same thing happened in episode one or two with the bank. Oh I yeah. I know you oh. from somewhere. Are you an LSU football player? Yeah. <laughs> oh why? Oh, wait. <laughs> why why just that? A healthy black man can't be anything else other than an right? LSU football player in the deep south. Mm -hmm. yep. Come on now. 
It's great portrayal by Marvel. Kudos. Incredible. Like hats off to them because there are like shows, there are movies, there are important influential figures yes. that will not even touch that subject yes. because oh, it's taboo and oh, it's going to get to this. Why is it taboo? Exactly. Why? One one of the main things he uh Sam said in that monologue, he was asking why. Yep. Why don't you do this? Why don't you do th- that? Why won't you listen to the people that are trying to tell you something? Why why can't we talk about certain things? Certain he- why are these things heavy? It's You know? Like is it just because of the society we're we're living in? Because the society we've we've lived in, I'm assuming, has been per, per- uh dominantly sorry, words have been dominantly Caucasian. Oh yeah. They and don't want to talk run about this by stuff. Caucasians. Run by Caucasian. Yeah. From we're, the mountains of Caucasus. We're we're Literally. just getting diversity. Oh yeah. Into our systems. After what two hundred and fifty years of being a nation. And yet, it's still hard enough. Oh yeah. To talk about things that need to be talk talk about. That right? need to be addressed in a timely manner. Because hey, a system you can't elect someone to fix a corrupt system if yeah. they benefit from the corrupt system. Yeah. And that's something that like is shown in Iron Man 3 and Captain yeah. America in every single Phase 2 Marvel movie and Phase 3 moving forward. They show that you can't elect someone corrupt to fix a system that they were previously employed in because mm-hmm. they're just going to keep it as is. Why? The status quo helped get them where they are. They're going to want to keep it. I w- because greed. Yep. Because selfish reasons. Agents selfish of S.H.I.E.L.D. You know, Coulson's yeah. like, okay, yeah. well, Hydra fell. We're going to make show. our own, you know, not talked about a lot, but yeah. it still, like, predominantly deals with the idea of government corruption. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, Hydra fell. We're going to be our own team. One guy on that team was still working with S.H.I.E.L.D., and now we're not. Okay, we can trust that guy. Oh, wait, nope, turns out he's Hydra. Because yeah. why? Because he only yeah. got to his position because of Hydra. Yeah. So it's very much... Especially when Sam brought up, like, how are you going to make decisions without the people in the room? Yeah. Like, okay, he brings up a very good point. If you're going to fill yourself in an echo chamber, yep. just because you think your idea is better because it benefits you, it ain't going to help anybody else exactly. because it's benefiting you. Exactly. It's just putting yourself in an echo echo room. Everybody's going to agree with you, yeah, because they want to be you. Mm-hmm. They want to make the decisions you do because they want the power for themselves. If you don't include the people that you're going to be making decisions for, then you don't know what's right for them. Mm-hmm. You don't know what's wrong for them because you're not there. Yep. Go ahead. Sorry, I keep cutting you off. No, because, like, you bring up every point that needs to be said in, like, such a good way. And that's what, like, Falcon, Sam Wilson, they all made great points of, like, this is corruption mm-hmm. and this is not right. You said needs to be said. Yes. Damn freaking right. It needs to be said because... If if these people don't speak up, these people as in I must like the flag smashers, like yeah, tying things in. Nothing's gonna change. Nothing's gonna change. They if they it, don't bring it up, it nobody will. Carly mentions time and time before, like they didn't listen to us before. Mm-hmm. And the one teacher in the school that they visit, we asked the GRC for more teachers. They said they would send them, and they never months did. Months ago, exactly. That, that that happened months ago. And you can assume that they went through like. The legal way, the yes. kind way to do that. And the it's nothing's process, getting probably. done. Yeah. And Carly comes here and it's like, 
we notice that they're not doing anything. It's wrong that they're not doing anything. We're going to fix things. And we might not have the best legal way of doing it, but we're going to get it done. And she doesn't, at first, at first, she doesn't get it done through violence, like murders, killing. She'll Mm -hmm. knock some people out to bring supplies to people. And they realize she's making a difference. She's helping us. She's doing something. She's doing something. She's doing something that needs to be done, that needed to be done five years ago. Mm-hmm. And eventually when she does escalate to the point of violence, she still cemented herself and created, you know, like not a narrative, but a brand, an image mm-hmm. of the Flag Smashers. We will fight for you. Mm-hmm. One people, one world. She doesn't care about where people are from. She doesn't care about ethnicity. As long as you're suffering, she'll help you. Yeah, She was very much set up to be what a super soldier that went that didn't listen to the government could have been mm-hmm. and then you get john walker complete opposite he's what the government wants but he's too much of an attack dog and you have sam wilson and during that monologue i'm just here no super soldiers here yeah that's great he's already proving himself to be more of a captain america than john walker could ever be exactly i'm not, not gonna touch steve rogers because that's a whole other debate oh yeah but no super soldier serum no super strength. Yeah. No super. No, nothing super. Yeah. All he has is his own wits, guts, and strength. Yes. When it comes to, you know, his wings, the yeah. jetpack, his shield, whatever. But also, he's nothing like jo- like John Walker, right? Because he's a black man. John Walker yeah. is a stereotypical white, blonde-haired, blue eyes yeah. person that everybody. Air quotes, everybody will want to follow. Yep. But that doesn't mean people should follow him. Yeah. And I think that they did. Does that make sense? It does. Okay. I think that they also did a good job because when John Walker was introduced in episode two, yeah. he has a presumably black or biracial wife. And Lamar, his right. best friend, who's also black. She so seemed, people, she seemed lat- Latin to me, Latina. Potentially. Maybe Afro Latinx. Yeah, probably. Yeah. And it's good like, friend. okay, you know, he's. Okay, maybe we can trust him. He's got some diversity. He's not just, like, pure white supremacist. He talks about Steve like, I I never knew Steve, but I feel like a brother to him. It's like, okay, wait a minute. You never knew Steve. You couldn't know his experiences. Mm -hmm. You're only going on about what you did as a soldier. Mm -hmm. We're only showing clips of you training as a soldier or in the suit or anything. We're Mm -hmm. not showing you as a person Mm -hmm. and the captain america museum during like the brief flashes of it we get we not only get steve on the battlefront but we see steve like with dum dum and we see steve with bucky in (laughs) photos as friends (laughs) right right yeah so we see steve as a kind person one thing i love is that uh isaiah got his own yeah his own uh finally real touching moment yeah very I, I yeah. just about cried during that mm-hmm. because it's finally, you know, a hidden part of history that yeah. the government tried to block brought up. Yeah. It's like, great, we're acknowledging your suffering. And I think that was a bit symbolic because even Sam goes on, um, he mentions, you know, like, I'm not going to sit back for, like, everything the country has done to yep. us for the past hundreds of years. Yep. He's not talking about himself as a person or no. Isaiah, but, like, the entire community. And he is stepping up to make things right mm-hmm. and to help them get into the spotlight and to get the justice that they deserve. Because if he doesn't, nobody will. Exactly. And, and Nothing's going to change if somebody doesn't try to force it. That was very prominent in the yes. show. Like everything that the show did like led back to that. Yes. And you brought up earlier that yeah. the serum was meant to symbolize supremacy. Mm. and that, no, that was Joe. 
Was that you, Joe? Yeah. Yeah. Great point. Because remember John Walker during his fight with um, the Dora Milaje? Mm-hmm. He gets like his ass kicked. Oh, yeah. A hundred percent. Bucky's just watching. He's already watching. a super soldier at this point. <laughs> yeah, no, he wasn't. no, he wasn't. He was a regular guy. Oh, okay. My bad. Yep. He's like. They weren't you even got super soldiers. Exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He feels inferior to people that are literally just trained better. Let me bring this up. Yep. The Dora Milaje. Yep. Black women. Oh, yeah. Beating up the supposed Captain America. Uh-huh. Ain't that something? And, she and goes, they weren't even super soldiers. One of the, like, the leader of the Dora Milaje does the thing where she steps on the shield and catches it, and oh, he never yeah. did oh, that. Yeah. Ayo? I, like, yeah. looked at him yeah. when I watched that. I was like, she's going to be the next Captain yeah, America. Yeah. Ayo, yep. <laughs> Love her. And the entire concept of the Dora Milaje, it's, like, stemming from the Black Panther movie. Oh, man. Incredible. Oh, yeah. Because, like, the Black Panther broke so many. So many molds. Exactly. Gosh. First, POC, like, praised, all black cast, I'm except for I'm glad we praised Martin. that movie as much as we did in yeah. 2017. Still oh, now. Yeah. Yep. It's still phenomenal. You know, like like all black cast except for Martin Freeman, you know? <laughs> I mean, you know. Yeah, he was just there for a side <laughs> character, you know? And we got characters with depth. We got characters mm-hmm. that had natural hair, no natural hair. We yeah. had characters, and I remember watching- Just the little things. Yeah. There's a lot of the little things that really matter when it comes to oh, represent, yeah. represent, representing like a certain yeah. culture. Yeah. And I remember I watching an interview, and it's like, why do Wakandans look like this? Mm. And why don't they have, we don't see any character with straight, relaxed hair. Oh, okay. That was a big one. And I remember that question because the response was, we wanted to show a country that had never been influenced or forced to like conform to white like beauty wow. standards. Wow, that's and amazing. And straight hair is a white beauty standard. Yeah. To have that, it's like, Wow. Mm-hmm. You think that it's just because, you know, set design, but it has depth to it. Yeah. And not not, not just like African African Americans or, you know. Yeah. Um the the black ethnicity culture. I hope I hope that's like not uh We hope that's correct. Yeah, yeah. Uh sorry if it is and I don't mean like disrespect, but also with even with Latins, Latinas, oh, yeah. Latinos. Uh Latinas Torres. with their hairs. Yeah. Uh if you're going to talk about hair, yeah, Latinas have very very curly hair mm-hmm. and sometimes you can get frizzy you can get like out of whack oh, or yeah. whatever but yet even even now like you know since that's what we are right Giselle yeah. <laughs> even now like there there are still like some stigmas and stuff about oh, that yeah. stuff you know like but people I feel are getting more and more comfortable with who they are I'm definitely when happy it comes about to that, that you know like a lot of people I know I, you know Freaking from Miami, right? Mm-hmm. Most of the people I know are Latin, Latinas, La- uh, Latinos, whatever, Latinx. Yeah. Southwest side Chicago, that was our home base. Right. Move out to the suburbs, only Hispanic. Yeah, kid. yeah. And it's very like shocking experience. And what's what's great about that is like, when when you're when you're in like a Latin area oh, yeah. or a Latin heavily populated place, everybody's family. That's like oh, something yeah. that's that's great, and that that can be said for like a lot of other other places, right? Yep. A lot of other cultures and ethnicity, but like, I don't know. It, that is I point about the just the hair, like small yeah. details. There's there's something Sorry. that's kind I'm of rambling. brought up in yeah. like, and you like I want to hear some input on this, but like I think something that's brought up in Captain and the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Captain America and the, the Winter Captain Soldier. Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Yep. Now we already talked about Episode Six a bit. Let's yeah, that's yeah. what it is. It's gonna 
be Let's renewed. put some respect on his name. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be renewed for a second season, oh, so yeah. I, I assume yeah. that... The, the tide is going to change. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But just something that, like, I don't know, I guess it's brought up is just, like, the fact that, like, as you said, like, little Hispanic communities, little African communities, little, like, ethnic communities, yeah. everyone's family, right? Yeah. And we see that in... Like Sam returning to his hometown oh, and yeah. getting everyone to fix the boat. Yeah, get just calling in favors or whatever. Like, yeah, sure, we'll help yeah, you out. Yeah, exactly. Oh. And it's very much like they all show support for him. Mm-hmm. And they also show support for Bucky. Mm-hmm. Not because of who he is, but because they understand, like, he's a soldier. That's what Sam dealt with. And he's struggling. And you get this sense of, like, anytime you enter a pocket that's the same ethnicity that you are, you know, like in Miami. Everyone's family because everyone's gone through similar struggles, Mm. ethnic struggles, stereotyping, racial profiling. Mm -hmm. And we see that, like, not only in Sam's town, but in Isaiah Bradley's town Mm -hmm. or in, um, like, even in Germany when Carly was there. Yeah. Like, yeah, they might be white, but they all know similar struggles because they've all been, you know, like relocated and everything because Shoot. of the GRC. Even even the even the flag smashers, like the yeah. main the main people who hung around Carly were all of different groups. Exactly. Uh, and it's showing that you don't have to be united just because of like the color of your skin tone yeah. or anything, just by your struggles. Yeah. And John Walker, as we see, had no struggles. He briefly mentioned something that happens in Afghanistan. We get no background of what mm-hmm. it is, but we can just assume that part of his troop died. Actually, there is a little something about that. Yeah. It's that Lamar saved his life there. That's it. Huh. But something that Straw Hat Goofy pointed out Straw following Hat on TikTok, he's like a black content creator. He's, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. He like is a huge comics nerd and all Shout that. Out. Yeah. He like analyzed that John Walker has always benefited from black America while also not being a part of it. He has a black wife yeah. or mixed race. Yeah. Life, a black best friend who saved his life many yeah. times and his is his logical side. Oh, yeah. And once Battlestar is gone, rest in peace. He uh, loses all logic. He loses all, all logic and he, he becomes nothing. He lost his tether. He lost his tether yeah. to reality. And yeah. then he was, he get on this start that will lead him to be a Hydra operative right. U.S. agent. U.S. Oh, agent. Yeah. Which is a very good, I have to give kudos to Wyatt Russell for his performance. And if you're hating on him on social media, you, you get get a life. Get a life, Wyatt. Wyatt Russell's a great actor. Right. God bless him. It's oh, hard I, to. I, it's thought, ha- I thought you meant you were hating on uh, the character John Walker. Good. Well. Oh. You can hate version, the yeah. character, but not the actor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. God US, bless him. U.S. agent, bro. Like I called it. You were talking about Captain Hydra, bro. Madam Hydra's got gonna. <laughs> oh yeah. Imagine Hi- <laughs> it's Julianne Dreyfus. Yeah. It's a hell of a jump from Seinfeld. <laughs> to Nazi lady. Yeah. But good for her. It, this this series did a great job of expanding the universe mm-hmm. while yeah. also remaining the status quo. Because, you know, not everyone's going to watch the show because not everyone has enough money for a Disney Plus profile. Sure. But they'll just go into Cap 4 knowing that Sam's yeah, uh, Sam Cap, yeah. Captain America. And Hydra still exists. Yeah. It just, it was, I think, in my opinion, Falcon Winter Soldier is a better show overall than WandaVision. Yes. Although it didn't start off that That's way fair. for me, yeah. but it got it grew into that. Honestly, they could have ended the last episode after that speech Sam oh, yeah. gave, like, like after he flew away, right, to go help like somebody who who like fell oh, into yeah, the river. Oh yeah, the last flag smasher who was in the river. 
They could have just ended the episode there, and that would have yep. been perfect. Nah, they set up more with uh, with Sharon getting a pardon and also being yeah. evil. I understand, but like to me, it feels like you know how I feel about it. Fulfilling. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Extremely. After that entire uh, speech. Yeah. God, what an amazing speech! Like, go listen to the full thing if you haven't. Um, I know we just played a few few lines from there. It's even like chopped up. It's like a minute thing. But oh yeah. It's a compilation of like. Yeah. Just Shoot, just watch the whole thing raw. I don't care. God, that's just. Perfect. I, you know, I don't. I don't know. The don't entire show just began setting up the world, and yeah. at the end, you get fulfillment because every, nearly every character has gone through at least one arc. Yeah. And it's yeah. good. The character development was great. The action scenes were incredible, mm-hmm. and just the raw emotion that was displayed. Mm-hmm. Soldiers cry. Soldiers have feelings. Soldiers are frustrated. And not just soldiers, but people that we have put on a pedestal. Mm. You see behind the mantle, behind the shield that they put up. Mm-hmm. What shield? Quite Get literally. It? And it's amazing. I recommend this show fully. Oh, yeah. Sorry, uh, sorry audience, for like getting so heavy, so uh, political or whatever. But It's things, what the show talks about. Exactly. Yeah. Things, things just need to be said sometimes. All, just about all the times, you know? But, that happened. It's a great show. We should all watch it. We should all learn from this, I think. And hopefully we can all, like, just come together as one people. One world. As one world. All right. That's all the time we have for today, guys. Thank you so much for joining us on another episode of Razzle Dazzle. Make sure to subscribe. Follow us on Spotify and apple podcast make sure to follow us on instagram at razzle dazzle show give us a rating do all that good stuff tell us what you think of today's episode somewhere on the internet and we'll catch you on the next one Editors note you for whomever edits this, whether it's me or Jared. Uh, you might want to amplify like the bit I played of the speech because okay. oh, yeah. it may have sounded good here, but that's not always indicative of what it looks like here because it looked quiet on here. Right, and it's oh, all about okay. the audience. It's all about you guys. I don't know if I don't know if you're gonna leave this in the episode. But... Probably. Oh, this, nice. this is probably the end card. We love you guys. Yeah. <laughs> we really do. Like you.